Hi everyone, this is Tavernus here, welcoming you to another episode of Leadership Biz Cafe, brought to you by Tavernus Leadership, our leadership firm that offers both keynotes and corporate training events on various leadership topics like leadership development, organizational culture, and empowering employees. To learn more, visit our company's website at tavernasir.com. That's T-A-N-V-E-E-R-N-A-S-E-E-R.com to learn more and discover why we've been recognized by Inc. Magazine as not only one of their top leadership experts, but also one of their top leadership speakers. And this episode has been sponsored by UpCourses, an online learning platform where you'll find the Inspirational Leader Course. Over 60% of employees say the number one thing they want from their leader is for them to be inspirational. Through this online course, you'll learn in just six weeks how to boost employee performance by being that inspirational leader they're hoping you'll be. In addition, UpCourses is offering an exclusive discount to Leadership Biz Cafe listeners of $300 off the regular price. That's a savings of 40%. So go to courses.upcourses.com, that's courses.uppcourses.com, and enter the promo code TANVIR coupon. That's T-A-N-V-E-E-R-C-O-U-P-O-N to get $300 off this online leadership development course that will help you learn to be revered, remembered, and deliver results as that inspirational leader you have locked inside. Now, we're going to be doing something different with this episode. As I mentioned in previous episodes, I have a number of exciting developments for the show. And on this episode, I'm rolling out a brand new feature called Leadership Espresso Shot. Leadership Espresso Shot will be different from other episodes in that instead of interviewing guests, I'll be examining a specific topic or idea around leadership and providing you with the kind of insights on leadership I share with leaders in my leadership keynotes and corporate training events. Insights that will equip you with the tools and perspectives to improve the way you lead going forward. Now, if you've ever attended one of my keynotes or corporate training events, you know that one of the things I love to do is to share stories in large part because I find them to be a great tool to illustrate some actionable steps you can put into use right now. And I figured, what better way is there to kickstart this new feature on my show than to share one of these stories, in this case, one that will help you learn how to create a compelling organizational vision to energize your employees. So this story involves a group of visitors touring the NASA facilities in Houston during the time of the Apollo space missions. As they were making their way down a hallway, they see this man in a lab coat walking towards them. As he approaches them, one of the visitors asks him, what does he do? The man looked at them and smiled and said, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. At the time, these visitors thought that they had just met one of the key members behind the Apollo space program. Maybe he was the engineer who designed one of the rockets. Or maybe he oversees the various experiments the astronauts will do when they land on the moon. As it turned out, he wasn't a rocket scientist or an engineer. He was the building janitor. Now what makes this story about this NASA janitor so compelling is that because he wasn't an engineer or scientist, there's no way to pinpoint his unique contribution to putting a man on the moon. And yet, this janitor still felt that he played an important role in the organization's vision 
and that his efforts did help to land a man on the moon. Obviously, this employee didn't feel this way right at the start. Instead, this is a sentiment that had to be nurtured, encouraged, and supported over time so that the janitor himself sees this direct line between what he does every day at work and this grand vision of putting a man on the moon. And make no mistake, this is a critical part of a leader's role in today's organization. That's why I love this quote from Steve Rendell, the CEO of VF Corp that's behind such iconic brands as Vans, The North Face, and Timberland. As Rendell puts it, to get people to come along with you in a big leadership change, you have to be really clear on the vision, but you also have to show them that you're willing to get in and work with them on it. It's about empowering them and helping them understand their specific role. And then, from empowerment, comes accountability. And that's exactly what we see being reflected in this story of the NASA janitor. Here was an employee doing work that most of us probably pay little attention to or consideration of. And yet this employee was able to find fulfillment in the work he did because he saw for himself a personal connection between what he did every day on the job and the overall vision of the organization. Now, when I've shared this story in some of my keynotes and corporate training events, one comment that I get from leaders is how they can see employees getting excited and wanting to be a part of a vision as dramatic and historic as putting a man on the moon. But what if your organization's vision is not as exciting or inspiring as NASA's in this story. And I'm sure some of you listening right now might also be thinking the same thing. So let me share with you another story. This one of a catheter manufacturer that was not only dealing with low employee engagement levels, but also a pretty high turnover rate. Facing increasing competition from overseas manufacturers, the company's leaders realized that they needed to find a way to get their employees to truly care about what the company does if they were to remain in business. So an internal survey was sent out to gather employee perceptions of the company and their products, which gave rise to an interesting finding. While most employees felt indifference about the company's products, they found some employees who worked in customer support had a very strong, positive feeling about their products. As it turned out, these customer service reps had heard from patients who shared how using their catheters was less painful than other brands and had made it easier for them to go on about their day. In talking with these employees, the company's leaders realized that what was missing in their company was an organizational vision that allowed employees to see a personal connection between what they do on the job and how their efforts are helping to improve the quality of life for people who use their products. After doing this survey, the manufacturer reached out to patients who use their catheters to collect their stories and share them with their employees, creating this new vision about what their company does. Namely, we want to create a product that helps patients improve their lives by addressing a medical condition they have with minimal pain and discomfort. The company even started posting pictures and stories of these patients in hallways to serve as a reminder of this new organizational vision of what the company wants to achieve. The result was not only a drop in employee turnover, but thanks to greater employee participation and engagement, 
the company achieved an increase in profits as well. So with this in mind, how can leaders everywhere create a compelling vision that not only inspires, but energizes their employees to bring their best efforts and their full selves to the work they do? That allows employees to find for themselves a sense of fulfillment and value in what they contribute to the organization's vision as seen in the story of the NASA janitor and these employees that work for that catheter manufacturer. Well, I'm going to share with you three simple steps that can help you with this. The first step is to encourage your employees to transform your vision into their story. But before I delve into this deeper, I want to play for you a section from U.S. President John F. Kennedy's famous speech at Rice University announcing plans to land a man on the moon. There is no strife, no prejudice, no national conflict in outer space as yet. Its hazards are hostile to us all. Its conquest deserves the best of all mankind, and its opportunity for peaceful cooperation may never come again. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too. While this section does include that famous declaration that Kennedy makes about going to the moon, I want to direct your attention to four key elements Kennedy addresses in this short segment. The first and most obvious one is his stated goal of going to the moon, followed by the second element of defining a clear time frame for when he wanted this goal to be achieved. The third element is the one most of us tend to focus on, where he inspires his audience by stating that while this wasn't going to be easy, nothing worth achieving is. But what I want to direct your attention to is the fourth element, where he talks about how this vision will require the best of everyone, and how it will serve as a testament and measure of the collective energies, skills, and contributions of all who commit to take this on. Now, this might seem like a simple thing, but in effect, what Kennedy was communicating was how every single person involved in this mission not only had an important role to play in making this vision a reality, but he was encouraging people to write themselves into this story. So, in effect, it becomes their own. This is exactly what we see happening in this story of the NASA janitor where he transformed this vision presented by his organization's leadership to one where he was able to see himself as part of this organization's story. And consequently, why when asked by visitors what he did at NASA, he spoke with pride about his role in helping to land a man on the moon. Similarly, 
with the catheter manufacturer by creating a narrative that encouraged employees to see a connection between their work and how the lives of patients who use their products were improved, employees were able to see for themselves how they were creating value and making a difference because they transformed the organization's story into their own, motivating themselves to bring their best efforts to the table. So when it comes to communicating what your organization's vision is, it's important that you leave spaces for your employees to take your vision and transform it into their own story. So when it comes to communicating what your organization's vision is, it's important that you leave spaces for your employees to take your vision and transform it into their own story. In addition to creating an environment that will bolster employee motivation and reduce employee turnover, this will allow your employees to work with more autonomy and self-efficacy as they see and understand for themselves the value they are creating through their shared efforts. The second step you need to take is to put forth a shared goal that challenges your employees to rise above where they are today. One of the interesting things about Kennedy's speech about landing a man on the moon is how often people overlook something he repeats three times. Namely how he says that we choose to go to the moon. In other words, he was challenging his country to accept the choice to boldly march forward into the future and collect the rewards that lie waiting instead of opting for the safe and familiar. Of course, presented in this way, this is a reality all leaders can relate to of trying to motivate their employees to embrace taking on a new direction or course in order to remain competitive in an ever-changing world. And that's why I like sharing this story, because few organizations and their leaders have to rally people behind an organizational vision as lofty as landing a man on the moon. After all, most people at this time saw this as not only being a near-impossible task, but also a very expensive one. And so what the leaders at NASA needed to do was to not only create a compelling vision that they could argue was worth pursuing, but that it was in fact attainable if all of them were willing to push themselves towards achieving their true potential. And as the Apollo program progressed, there was this growing drive to prove to the world that they did in fact have the right stuff to make Kennedy's vision a reality. Interestingly, this mentality fits with so many of the popular stories we see today on film and television, that of a person or a group of people facing an insurmountable challenge and the journey they undertake to not only overcome it, but in the process, learn and grow into that better version of themselves, that we can look back upon where we were and appreciate what we've been able to achieve. That's why when it comes to creating a compelling vision that will energize your employees to bring their best and full efforts to the table, you can't afford to play it small, opting for incremental improvements or minor modifications, especially if you want to create conditions that allow you to tap into the full talents of every employee, not to mention reduce turnover and declining morale. And this leads to the third and final step you need to take to create a compelling vision that will bring out the best in your employees. And that is you need to rally the energizers in your organization who will help drive the momentum to push your vision forward. 
In his book, Good Boss, Bad Boss, Stanford professor Robert Sutton writes about a study that was done to identify what makes an employee a top performer. The researchers assumed that top performers would be those who had developed an expertise that they were willing to share with others, as well as their ability to gather information from different sources to anticipate future trends. And yet, what the researchers found was that it wasn't an employee's technical expertise or ability to share that knowledge that made them a top performer. Rather, the top performers tended to be those who energized those around them. They were people who other employees wanted to work with because they had this optimistic view about what lay ahead, as well as helping their colleagues feel like they were making progress in their own efforts. These energizers encouraged and supported their colleagues to push themselves harder or to take on new challenges to grow. No doubt this is what took place at NASA, where various scientists and engineers spread this infectious enthusiasm of embracing the challenge put forth by Kennedy and encouraging their colleagues to shift their perspectives from it can't be done to let's make this happen. Similarly, when it comes to creating that compelling vision to energize your employees, it's critical that you seek out those energizers that are found in your organization. Those employees who are not only enthusiastic about what this might bring forth, but as I discussed in the first two steps, encourage their colleagues to not only make this vision their own personal story, but to embrace these shared goals that will challenge them to achieve their true potential. Seen from this perspective, it's easy to see how your employees can view their work much in the same way as that NASA janitor, where each of them feels challenged to bring their better selves to work and leaving spaces for your employees to insert themselves into that larger vision. So like that NASA janitor, they feel a tangible and meaningful connection to your version of a compelling vision like that of landing a man on the moon. And if you want your employees to bring their best efforts to the work they do, you need to create a vision and conditions that energizes them to do so. As I said, I love sharing stories in my keynotes and corporate training sessions on leadership because they help to not only illustrate an important facet of what it takes to succeed at leadership, but because they can inspire thoughts and ideas for how you can be that better leader that your employees need you to be. And that brings to mind this quote from author Erin Morgenstern. You may tell a tale that takes up residence in someone's soul, becomes their blood and self and purpose. That tale will move them and drive them, and who knows what they might do because of it, because of your words. That is your role, your gift. And that is my gift to you in this first installment of Leadership Espresso Shot. And that's a wrap on this episode of Leadership Biz Cafe, which is brought to you by Tavernasir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers corporate training and keynotes on various topics around the subject of leadership. So if you're looking for someone to speak at your next event on topics around leadership, leadership development, organizational culture, empowering employees, or communication, visit our website, tavernasir.com, that's T-A-N-V-E-E-R, N-A-S-E-E-R.com to learn more and discover why we've been recognized by Inc. Magazine as not only one of their top leadership experts, 
but also one of their top leadership speakers. And this episode has been sponsored by UpCourses, an online learning platform where you'll find the Inspirational Leader course. Remember, over 60% of employees say the number one thing they want from their leader is for them to be inspirational. Through this online course, you'll learn in just six weeks how to boost employee performance by being that inspirational leader they're hoping you'll be. And as I mentioned at the start of this episode, UpCourses is offering an exclusive discount to Leadership Biz Cafe listeners of $300 off their regular price, a savings of 40%. So go to courses.upcourses.com. That's courses.uppcourses.com and enter the promo code Tanvir Coupon. That's T A N. V-E-E-R-C-O-U-P-O-N to get $300 off this online leadership development course that will help you learn to be revered, remembered, and deliver results as that inspirational leader you have locked inside. Now, if you have any questions or comments, please drop me a note through the contact form on my website. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast on Google Podcasts Apple Podcast or iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you find and listen to this show. And don't forget, you can also now listen to this show on Spotify as well. You can find links to subscribe to these platforms on the podcast page at tanvernasir.com slash LBC. That's T-A-N-V-E-E-R-N-A-S-E-E-R.com slash L-B-C. And with that, I'm Tamir Nasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.